Hello, Hooray for Monday listeners. Today, I'm going to share a few insights from our Speak Truth program, where high school students come together to talk about issues that are important in their lives. If you know a high school student who is looking for a chance to share their voice, I hope this episode will encourage you to send them a link to try out one of our online sessions. I know I learn so much from the students every time they meet, and we are always looking for new folks to join the sessions. Let's jump in. I'm Jenna Fornell, and this is Hooray for Monday. Don't be afraid of kids. Monday, January 29th, 2024. This month, we held two Speak Truth seminars in which high school students deliberated the question, should the voting age be lowered to 16? In both our online and in-person events, students, most of whom were a lot closer to 16 than 18, really struggled with whether a teenager knows or has experienced enough to handle voting. This invited the question of how we might determine competence for this civic responsibility. And that led to a discussion about the role equity plays in opportunities to engage with democracy. The students charted the course of these conversations, which were thoughtful and complex. Society likes to paint a picture of teenagers as know-it-alls who make bad decisions and can't think beyond themselves to imagine their impact on the wider world. But in two separate conversations with two different groups of students from more than a dozen different schools, one thing was clear to the adults observing in the room. The students were thinking more deeply about what it means to be able to vote than those with the right usually do. One of the students who joined us for these conversations was Sarah Lydia McCoyer, a current ninth grader at Benjamin Banneker High School in Washington, D.C. She also facilitated a Speak Truth session for adults on the topic of censorship at the National Network of Schools in Partnership Close-Up Conference last week. I sat down with Sarah Lydia in the hotel lobby after our session to hear a little bit about her perspective on the experience, and what follows is that conversation. Hi, I'm Sarah Lydia. I went to Spire Teaching Demonstration School from preschool to eighth grade, and I am now a ninth grader at Banneker, and we are currently in one of the Marriott hotels in (laughs) Crystal City, um, where there was just a conference of NNSP, and we did a little session on Speak Truth. Tell us a little bit about how you've been involved with Speak Truth this year. So my first Speak Truth session was, I believe, over the summer. Um, It was the first Speak Truth session in which Center for Inspired Teaching introduced the film The First Step, and it was sort of a pilot to see how students would react to the movie, but then also how to create a Speak Truth session about the movie. Um, And then after that, I just got involved, and I liked going to the Speak Truth sessions, and I think after that I went to another Speak Truth session about The First Step, and it was more of like it was closer to a regular speak truth session where the point was not to figure out how to create a speak truth session but to like actually experience it and then i've been to i think two virtual speak truth sessions and then one in person what makes you keep coming back i'm just drawn to humanities in general and i think that this is definitely in that same sphere and i really like how there isn't a pressure to be to say the perfect thing or the right thing or say it a perfect way. There's no really, there's not a feeling of you have to defend your argument or you have to like build a soundproof argument. It's just kids sharing their experiences and doing it in a way that's like age appropriate. And part of the age appropriate part is that like the adults recognize that it is appropriate for our age to like that we're responsible enough and we're capable enough of sharing 
our ideas and discussing difficult topics with one another on our own. And today you actually took that concept um, and applied it to leading a speak tree session with a room full of adults. Talk a little bit about what that was like. It was interesting. I don't know that they necessarily had opportunities to have discussions like speak truth when they were younger and so now that they're adults it was sort of ingrained in them that this discussion style is like you have to get your point across or there's a certain way to speak um and so even when i would ask a question they would you know they would look directly back at me and like respond to me but as the session started going there were times when i would see somebody like turn around in their seat and look right at the person who was speaking or two people there's a moment when two people turned and were like talking to each other um, and responding and really connecting. And that was really enjoyable to see. Learning how to listen to what someone else is talking about is something that we did in the student Speak True session on Monday. And I was wondering a little bit about what that experience was like. I thought it was really interesting. We did an activity that's called looping. So basically somebody talks about something that they care about. In this case, that's what the topic was. And then the other person just listens, and then after they're done, they repeat it back to them. And they repeat exactly what they said. They, they don't add um, their own opinions. It's just, it's about being able to listen to somebody without adding your own judgment. And if, say, you said something and then I repeated it back to you, but I got something wrong, then we would go over it again and again until it was clear that, like, what exactly you said in the first place. And that exercise made me realize that even when I think I'm listening to people, I'm still adding my own judgments and my own bias and like analyzing what they're saying. And so it's it's a difficult skill. It's difficult. It's more difficult than I think people think it is, or more than I thought it was. This conference that we're at right now, the people who are here are all people who work kind of in their schools to try to organize their community service programs or things like that that they're doing with their students. And I, I, I was interested in how interested they were in your thoughts. Like some of them came out after the session and were asking you questions about what it actually looks like to do this, um, what role the adults should play in the room when a discussion is happening, things like that. If, if you could kind of wave a magic wand and, and have adults in schools do something differently um, moving forward, particularly as it, ha as it pertains to conversations that students are having, what are some of the things you'd want them to change? Oh, that's a really big question, especially yeah. considering that I've never been a teacher. So yes. I, I, <laughs> I apologize. Okay. You, get to, you, get to, you get to tell them what to do. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I apologize if I say something and teachers are like, oh, honey, that's not how that works. <laughs> but uh, I think I would say, let's see, don't be afraid of kids taking things in their own direction. Don't be afraid of kids like changing your lesson plan, basically, because part of Speak Truth is that we all have like really um, rich experiences and ideas, and maybe a child doesn't feel that they can share those experiences or ideas in the lesson plan that you've laid out, but like they can share it if they just quote unquote derail the conversation for like a few minutes. So I think that, and then also let kids be kids. I know I said that earlier of like kids are more articulate than I think some adults expect. Um, and we can share ideas in wonderful ways that don't adhere to introduction, body paragraph one, body paragraph two, conclusion, you know. Perhaps society fears teenagers precisely because they see through the hypocrisy that characterizes a lot of how we live as adults. We teach them voting is important, but we fail to use our power to defend 
voting rights for everyone. We tell them to be innovative change makers, and then we ask them to summarize what that means in a rigid five-paragraph essay. We have so much to gain if we trade our fear and judgment for curiosity. Today's youth have so much to teach us if we are willing to learn. The links to the resources and professional development opportunities I'm about to share can all be found in our show notes and on our website. Resources. The Speak Truth model presented in our guidebook offers a way to bring meaningful student-led conversations into the classroom. Whether you host a Speak Truth session once a quarter, once a week, or every day, you'll be creating a valuable space for learning where young voices and curiosity can grow. Check out this guidebook complete with handouts that you can use to plan discussions, tips for student facilitators to help them lead discussions, and lots of links to past discussions so you can see what Speak Truth looks and sounds like in action. Students everywhere are welcome to join us for Speak Truth's student-centered, student-led conversations online on Monday, February 26th, and students local to the MLK Library in Washington, D.C. can participate in person on Friday, February 16th. The online session starts at 6 p.m. The in-person session starts at 5 p.m. Professional learning. Join us for our February Inspired Teaching Institute on Wellness Check, looking for school connectedness. How can we build even more belonging in the second half of the school year? In this institute, we will use observation and reflection tools to assess how well the classroom and school community is nurturing a sense of belonging. We will adapt strategies for building community to your particular school context. And we'll explore ways to involve students in the planning and implementation of school connectedness initiatives. We'll hold this session twice in February. Both sessions take place at 7 p.m. Eastern time online. And the first one takes place on February 7th, the second on February 13th. If you are a teacher in Washington, D.C., we hope you will join us this summer for our Teaching with Improvisation Fellowship. The 2024-2025 program application is now open, and we invite teachers of all subjects and grade levels in Washington, D.C. schools to this invigorating and joyful learning experience grounded in the art of improvisation and the five core elements that lead to an engagement-rich classroom. Join us in person June 25th through 27th to build creative teaching practices using improvisational techniques. Lunch will be provided daily and participants will receive a stipend. And then join us for the entire 24-25 school year as we continue to provide you support as you learn how to bring improvisation into your practice. Apply today, space is limited, and fills up quickly. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience away from compliance and toward authentic engagement. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great week.